Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Elf Sex and My Boss 2020 Christmas Special. It's Christmas! For one last time in 2020, I think Ben wanted me to scream it's Christmas like Noddy Holder there, but um, I'm in my flat and my housemate's doing his work. For one last time in 2020, this is the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to your everyday dilemmas. But today... We're making the everyday problems a bit more Christmassy. Is Christmassy even a word, William? It is now. Okay. Like, what do you do if you've not sent a Christmas card to one of your best friends in the world? <laughs> I've been busy. We'll come on. To, well, I, I want to, I want to pull you up on something. We'll come on to that I've, in a minute. Carry on. I, I I can always tell when you've had an input in the script. And <laughs> is it okay? To have Yorkshire puddings with your Christmas dinner. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? Oh, I've missed saying this, but we're not your usual agony aunts, are we? William Hanson, UK's leading etiquette expert. No, we're not Jordan North, part-time radio presenter and runner-up. I'm more Cinderella, you're more Can of Stella. (laughs) Very good, very good. Just to let you know, we're both recording from the comfort of our own homes this Christmas. We can't be together in person like last year, but we can still use our festive spirit to warm each other's cockles. Shall we have a Christmas G&D? Yes, let's do it. It's been so long. Did you miss Gin and Debonnet? I did. I did. Yes, I did. Is yours pre-pod? Yes. Very strong measures. Mine is too. Um, let's toast. Who should we There's toast only one to? person we can toast at this time of year. Our Lord... Our saviour, producer Ben, it says on my script. <laughs> producer Ben. Thanks for all Ooh. your hard work this this year. I forgot how strong they are. Very, very strong. We'll be enjoying quite a lot of them over Christmas, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, we will. Today, we're opening our festive sack to take a look through what's been sent to us this Christmas. And I'm sure there'll be a festive treat or two along the way. Um, Before we actually get started, for any new G&Divas, and I I had to clarify this on social media the other day, should we actually explain what Fistmas is? Because to the uninitiated, they could worry. Last year, we had a letter sent in by one of our loyal G&Divas who had a bit of a problem regarding Christmas parties. I mean, imagine that having a party at Christmas. God, that seems like a lifetime ago. Remember that. And she said she has friends round at Christmas and she calls it Fistmas. Me being the immature 12-year-old that I am, thought that was hilarious. So as as of last year, we refer to Christmas as Fistmas now on our podcast. And uh, that's where Fistmas started. Friends No one will be having any Fistmas fun this year, will they? Well, we're having this. We're having Zoom festive Fistmas. Yeah, but, I mean, no one will be having actual friends around at Christmas. It's probably quite hard to have a proper Fistmas um, unless you get within two metres of somebody. Mm. We won't go into the ins and outs of it, no. but I do believe for proper Fistmas, you've got to get quite close to somebody. So if you're listening today, thank you very much and happy Christmas. We hope you're having a wonderful Christmas day wherever you are and whoever you're with. Yeah. Uh, William and I are currently in London. We did plan on going back home to our family homes but unfortunately because of tier four we can't william's spending the day with mikey and i'm spending the day with my housemates who are vegetarians lovely (laughs) (laughs) well we know who's got it worse this year (laughs) sorry to any vegetarians listening oh by the way i'm going veggie in january why just because of what i do it i might not do it forever but i'm going veggie for the month of january Oh. Well, eating all that awful eel and uh, partridge and stuff in, in the castle, does that put you off meat? It's mainly the sheep's cock, if I'm honest. Right. <laughs> Once you've had that in your mouth, you... Uh, yeah. Well, let me give you a word of advice. They're not all the same. <laughs> Each one's very different. <laughs> you've just got to find one you like. <laughs> Have you found one you like? Mm, yes. (laughs) Let's segue back to Christmas cards. Um, So you haven't sent me one, but my parents have received one. Can we just talk about that? Yeah, of course. How long have you known my parents? Your lovely parents. uh, I've known them for... Well, I stayed at your house for the first time last year and met them. Yeah, in January. You haven't even known them a full year yet. Shall I get the card? Do you want me to read it to you? What? The card that they sent. So they, so your parents sent me a card mm. and I was like, oh, this is such a lovely card. And I thought, I'm going to send them one back. So bear with me because I've got it down here. I want me a second. I'll get it now. So they sent me a congratulations card. Do you want me to read it? Yes, go on. Here we oh, go. Bloody hell. The handwriting is... It's, yeah, you can tell she'd had a drink. Dear Jordan, darling, what a fantastic time you had in the cast. Oh, me. <laughs> my Sarah accent's been eaten well. <laughs> William, darling. <clears throat> Dear Jordan, darling, what a fantastic time you had in the... Oh, where am I going with this? That's not Sarah. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> oh, my God, you've lost my parents. <clears throat> Wait, uh, drinks, drinks, drinks. William, darling, William. 
Dear Jordan, darling, what a fantastic... T- Why am I going French? I sound like frigging Poirot. <laughs> you made her into Coco Chanel. <laughs> Where am I going with this? Christ. Keep this in, Ben. <laughs> Just for the record, we're keeping that... Ben hates it when we say keep this bit in, because he always cuts the best bits out. Um... <laughs> Dear Jordan, oh, where am I going? Why don't you do it as my father? Dear Jordan, what a fucking fantastic time you had in the castle. Many, many congratulations on winning the hearts of so many. We watch with complete pride and are so proud to know you. With all our love, Sarah and Brian. In brackets, Hanson. (laughs) Now, what I love is they sent you that card and they still don't quite yet know the impressions that you've done I, for the last I've said year. it before, and I will say it again, I dread if they ever heard the impressions. Um, but they are lovely people, and they do actually sound nothing like how I make them out. William, darling. Yeah, I'm so, so unhappy that you and Mikey cannot make it over to Christmas, darling, but I will drink, drink, drink all the drink for you. So you've sent them a card. Obviously, mine's in the post. Ben, have you got a card? No, Ben's shaking his head. Oh, but I got a card off Ben as well. I've just been busy, sorry, and I ran out of stamps. And, um, oh the last stamp I actually sent, I used for card front and deck, so I'm sorry. Oh, we've been dropped. Yeah, I'm sorry. I will send you a Christmas card. I'll send you a Boxing Day card. You can, you could, you could give it to me when you give me my birthday card from this year. I sent you a birthday card, and you know I did. It just didn't arrive in the post. I actually sent you one. So, Anton yeah. Deck got a birthday card this year. Don't be a jealous little bitch. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. There's still room on these coattails for you and Ben. Don't worry. <laughs> That's so not going to get boring. <laughs> now, something that you've done a lot over over the years on Twitter is rating people's picky teas. Yes. And so this year, and I, I can't credit the name um, to me. It was it was again one of our GND was that that came up with it. Uh, I started to do picky trees where I would rate and review people's Christmas trees. Mm. And this was off the back of something I did on this morning where I went back to normal, stopped talking about you, and went back to my day job slagging off people's decor. And as Philip said to me, uh, Philip Schofield said to me just before we went live, he said, are you ready to offend the nation? And uh, off we went and uh, started talking about people's sort of Christmas hedgehogs. Vanessa Feltz's god-awful Christmas tree that she had looked like a piece of candy floss had been dropped at a Little Mix concert. And uh, and that's that's what we did. Uh, so it's moved on to Twitter. I did, though, have to stop doing it on that Saturday when the, the Tier 4 and the Christmas is Cancelled thing was announced because I decided probably tonally it wasn't the right thing to do to slag off people's Christmas trees when life was pretty miserable. The last thing they needed was me criticising their baubles. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's very wise of you. It takes up a lot of time, um, doesn't it, rating people's picky trees and picky teas? They do take up a lot of... I need to sneeze. (coughs) There we go. Well, that was a funny sneeze. Funny sneeze. Um, they take up a lot of time, and what I found difficult, and you might find this difficult with with the teas, is that some of them do start to look the same, and you say, well, "How do I? How do I basically go? That's a fake tree with tinsel on it and coloured lights, which are sort of my three big no nos." <laughs> Bless me. 
Well, what you've got to do is... I think I've got A fever. What you've got to do is be creative. It's like going on the radio every day. You've got to think of different ways to introduce a song or different ways of introducing well, a feature. Well, you wouldn't know that. Yes, I do. I'm on all the time these days. Um, so you've <laughs> just got to be creative with it. That's all. That's all I'd say. Obviously, you're not creative. You're more academic. So I am creative. So just use your right. imagination. Just go into your mind, put on your Dorothy red shoes, click your heels, and that creativity juice will start flowing. How are your heels? Why weren't they your luxury item in the castle? Oh, I found them. I found them. They're under the stairs in a bag. I wondered where they were. Mm. And do you know what? You know you and Mikey were going to come round for, for Sunday dinner before I went in. Yes, so we before we then got, got cancelled. I had it all planned out. I was going to have a penny on and answer the door <laughs> in my heels. <laughs> and I knew you'd have loved it. I'd have loved it. And well, was, you can still do that eventually. <laughs> I was going to go, come in, come in. It's fine, it's fine. Everything's fine. Sit, would you want a drink? Do you want a drink? Some snacks, some snacks, snacks. Joe, get him some snacks. Ah, screaming at my housemate. So, yeah. Talking of Christmas trees, you, you put on uh, on Instagram a few days ago your Christmas tree, which is having Ugh. a slight problem. It's gone a bit floppy. Right, my Christmas tree's gone floppy. It happens at this time of year, what we drink and everything. Have you put it in water? Yes, I've put it in water. Did you cut a bit off the end before you no, put it in? No, I didn't cut a bit off. Right. I'm just getting a bloody fake one from Argos next year and not having any of this. So then somebody texted and said, I didn't have lemonade, and apparently you can't use diet lemonade like a tree's bothered what lemonade is, but it's because you need the sugar. Um, so somebody said, spray it every day. And with what? I didn't have, well, with water. And they must have known me. They said, I bet you don't have a plant spray, a water spray bottle. So just use an empty bottle. So I used like an empty, I emptied this bottle of flash out. It had a bit of flash. Oh, please in. say you rinsed it. I rinsed it, but I think there was still a bit left in the tube. It's bloody worse. It's gone from looking hungover to looking like it's been run over. Honestly, that tree's like, Jord, there's some paracetamol on a coffee, will you pal? My head's banging here. Christ, that's what, it had its head down the bowl yesterday. It's, I'm just, it's, yeah, I'm not getting a real tree next year. I'm just going to get a fake one. I really am. You've, you've put tinsel on it though, and I'm sure when you sent me a photo of it once you'd put the tree up originally, it was tinsel free. So why have you put tinsel on it? Because it's, it's nice. It's white tinsel. It's classy. White no, tinsel it's not. B&Q, it was only a pound. Right. So yeah, I've just had so many problems with my um, Christmas tree. I'm looking at it today and... After tomorrow, Boxing Day or the day after, I'm probably just going to bin it because it looks depressing. We, we've we got a Christmas tree this year, we've and thank God we did, because I, I sort of, originally we were going to go away to my parents, and I said, well, there's no point getting one because we're going to go away, uh, so what's the point? But thank heavens that we have got one. It was a bit of a problem getting it up the back passage, but we managed we managed to, to fit it in, uh, and now it's, looking, it's an outdoor one. So we took it up the back passage, and it's now out on the terrace with some nice white lights on it. Ah. Oh. Um, do you have, like... Baubles with yours and Mikey's initials on? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Why? Just wondering. I can imagine you having something like that. No, no, we don't. We don't. In fact, we've got no baubles on it this year. It's just lights outside. It's just very simple, plain, elegant. That's us. Like yourself. Yes. What are you going to get for Christmas? What have you asked Father Christmas for? Uh, no, because all my presents are still up north. Father Christmas doesn't know I'm down south. Well, he thought it was going to be up north, so... Um, oh no! I don't know. I don't know. 
I've, yeah, I've opened a few bits. Good. What about you? What are you getting? What's your Christmas present? Well, I'm going to, I haven't done, obviously I haven't opened my presents yet, because as you know, I think Christmas Day should be an exercise in restraint. So the later in the day you leave it to open your presents, the more sophisticated you are. I don't get that. Open so you open yours at 6am. Mor- yeah, you open them in the morning in your pyjamas, and then you have books for and then you get on it. And then by five o'clock, your mum's scrapping with your dad. Ah, piss off, Graham. And you think I really wanted this air dryer? You couldn't even get that right. Keen useless, yeah. Jordan, get your mum another drink. It's just best part of the year, isn't it? Well, I'm yet to get on it this Christmas, but I'm sure by the end of the evening I will have done. The, um... <laughs> made myself laugh. I haven't opened my presents yet, but I'm hoping that this one here... Um, my parents, when sort of Christmas was, you know, Christmas version three was announced, um, they couriered up a couple of presents to me because I said, I had asked for, for Christmas this year, I've asked for a new vacuum cleaner because mine broke in October. And ever since then, I've been using the neighbours and it's obviously wiping it down in between, in between uses. And I can't go on any longer. And I don't know when Christmas is going, you know, Christmas is going to be when I can get down to my parents to open all the presents. So I said, please, if you have got me that vacuum cleaner, please courier it up. That is so you. So have you got a Dyson for Christmas? How luxurious. Pl- uh, I've not got a Dyson. <laughs> That's, hey, come on. I mean, they are top-end Uvers, aren't they? Uvers? Yeah. I have asked for a melee. A what? That, a melee. That is top-end. I've never. Oh, Ben's showing us his Dyson. No, is that no? Ben's got a shark. I think that's that's German shark, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. There we go. I've I've got a Vax. You got a. Va- <laughs> We're all hoping for a Vax this Christmas. Boom boom. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. What's a melee? What's a melee? I mean, that's top top top. I mean, every luxury appliance. I'm surprised your mother didn't ask for a melee uh, dishwasher. Instead, Wendy wanted a new Neff. <laughs> I think she would have been much better with a melee. I don't think I've heard of melee. No, we probably don't have them in your part of the world, but in our in our part of the world, we we've got them. I will t- if if it is if indeed that is a vacuum cleaner, I will uh, I'll post a photo later on with me and Murph okay. sucking away. <laughs> It'll be the cleanest Christmas we've ever had. Mikey's in for such a treat this year, isn't he? He is. We've got to do something. <laughs> got to do something to fill the time in between getting on it and sucking. <laughs> Sucking away. What a Christmas he's in for. Yeah. Did you get him them new rigger boots that you wanted? Yes. Yeah? And did you get him a, a, a new high-vis... What did he want? High-vis vest, some boots and a tool belt. Yes, with a lovely Hermes high-vis vest. Herms. Oh, it's cracking that, William. Cheers, pal. Thank you. Your best boyfriend in the world. Ooh. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, and we can have a go on Uber later. How about that? And I promise I won't wear my boots in house. That'll be my New Year's resolution. When I come in from work, I'll set my boots off at the door. Ooh, Merry Christmas, <laughs> Poppet. <laughs> Yorkshire puddings. Now, yes. you had me on your show a few weeks ago. I mean, vaguely. I mean, you didn't even name me, but my, my agent will be in touch about that. Yeah, I had you on my show because I knew you'd be good at this. I did a, a, a Jordan North Pole we came up with the, the 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 name then the idea and we did a poll on whether you should have 
Yorkshire puddings on Christmas dinner and the majority of the nation, William Hansen, you will be surprised, said yes, crack on with your Yorkshire puddings on your Christmas dinner. So I will be having Yorkshire puddings later on today. I'll tell you why that is, because the majority of the nation are common. Yorkshire puddings should not be there with turkey. Have them with beef, delicious. In fact, a must. If you are having turkey, the Yorkshire pudding is not supposed to be there. You've got your pigs in blankets, or they're a little bit common, really should just have uh, little rolls of uh, bacon and sausages, separate. Uh, But I will allow a pig in a blanket if you desperately need to. You have your stuffing, you have your roast potatoes, you have your parsnips and some sort of green veg, cabbage, red cabbage perhaps. Then you have your turkey with your gravy. And that's and bread sauce, terribly smart. Do you have bread sauce? Mm. Yeah, okay. Mm. You don't need a Yorkshire pudding. It's gluttonous. My uh, brother has ketchup on his <laughs> Sunday dinner. Uh, Most people have cranberry sauce. Yeah, he has a bit of dollop of ketchup. <laughs> Which brother? I'm not naming names. Mouth to the camera. Yes, thought so. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Gosh. But because it's Christmas, my mum doesn't allow the actual bottle on the table. We're not told either. Does she decant it? Eh? Does she put a little bit of ketchup in it like a dish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's, quite sm- that's quite smart. We actually, as well, <laughs> this is when, you know, we're going all out in the North household. We actually use a gravy boat at Christmas. Usually we just use the ironing jug, you know, that you put the water in. The ironing jug? Well, not the ironing jug. We've lost the... You know the little ironing jug? We've lost that. So we use... We've got, like, one of those plastic jugs. You know what I mean? Yes. Like a measuring jug, a plastic measuring jug. So usually we just make gravy in that uh, on Sunday dinner because everyone's like, there's no point, it's more washing up. Yeah, so we use the... We actually use the gravy boat at Christmas. So we know what we're doing. Many years ago, I was doing This Morning with Eamon and Ruth, and uh, Ruth told me that she serves her gravy in a thermos flask because it yeah, keeps it warm. And I can remember being idea. very snotty about that. And now every Christmas, Ruth will uh, send me a picture of her thermos. <laughs> I sometimes, if I'm just making gravy for one, I make it in a mug. Nice. Little life hack. What are you going to be doing for the Crimbo Limbo period? That's for the wash. Crimbo Limbo. Some people call it Gooch. I'm sorry? The Gooch. It's like the bit between Christmas and New Year. The the, the week where you're like, oh, what day is it today? Is it a Wednesday or a Thursday today? I never know where I am. Crimbo Limbo week. Or as many used to call it, the 12 days of Christmas. Mm, the, the week running up from Christmas till New Year. Well, not a lot this year, <laughs> funnily enough. Aren't we meeting for a walk? Well, yes, if you'd like to, if you'd like to spare if you spare the time in your busy, hectic celebrity social, unless Ant or Deck wants to go on a walk with you, then yes. For you, William, my little Christmas pickle, I will get my people to call you and we'll pencil something in in the Crimbo Limbo week. Pencil. Gosh, I'm so touched. Pencil, because we pencil it in, because something might come up, you know, Lorraine might want me to pop round, Holly and Phil, big fans now. Um, A and D, uh, Ant and Deck to you, um, Vernon Tess, um, you know Russell might want me to, you know. So we'll, I'll, I'll get you in. Bev, you know, might, you know. Can I tell you what was a real kick in the teeth? The other day I decided I'd go. Oh, look on Jordan's uh, Instagram and look who follows him now. Post, I'm a celebrity. Mary Sodding Poppins follows you now. Does she? <gasps> Are you joking? I'm not joking. 
Does she actually... Who? What, actual Mary Poppins? ZZ Stroud. No, not actual Mary Poppins. The one we saw when we went. Is she Mary Poppins? Oh, shall I follow her back just to annoy you? Oh my God. What a way to end the year. G and Divas, I will screenshot this. Well, can I also say some of the cast of Mary Poppins do follow me as well. Not Mary. You're the weird old fan that's always outside the... I love you, Mary! Waiting for him. (laughs) Okay, I am filming this now. ZZ Strallen follows me, and I am now following her on Instagram. Shall we get on with the Fistmas quiz? Oh, have we got a quiz? Yes, it's been devised by producer Ben. Okay. Um, so I will read the questions out that Ben has just sent to me, and we will reveal the answers at the end of today's episode. You can play along at home, write your answers down, post them on social media, send them to Mary Poppins, whatever you want to do, anything for a bit of festive fun. Jordan and I will have a go and find out how we did later on. Okay, here comes question number one. How many episodes did we release during our first lockdown series? That was series five. How many episodes, Jordan? Main episodes. 642. No, uh... Okay, write down your answer. In how many months this year did we not release an episode? Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm typing my answers into the chat. Uh, I think we only did... Okay. Um, what is the name of the G and Diva who wrote in to tell us about Fismus? In the episode where Jordan left an echo effect on his mic... Can we narrow that down? Which which episode? I mean, which of the many? In an episode where Jordan left an echo effect on his microphone recording, what did the episode title say he sounded like? Oh. Help, I'm in a... And final question. What is the name of Justin's lover slash the gay ghost in producer Ben's reworking of Wilfred and Justin? What is the name of Justin's lover slash the gay ghost in producer Ben's reworking of Wilfred and Justin? Is it... Is it right, okay. Oh, right. okay. Right, we'll do the answers at the end. Uh, we've come up to the halfway point. Time for my least favourite uh, bit, but we'll, we'll pretend I enjoy it. It's Jordan's Joke of the Week. How much does Santa pay to park on his sleigh? And I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back, Gene Divas, and happy Christmas. Me and William have decided to bring you a special Christmas episode of Help I Sex and My Boss. We hope you're having a wonderful Christmas day. How much does Santa pay to park his sleigh? Nothing. It's on the house. <laughs> Lordy. Okay. Should we get to our, our festive correspondence? Wait. An odd man ran into an estate agent and shouted, Nobody move! <laughs> Very good. Thank you for that that treat. Right, let's go through the Christmas cards that we've had in. We've had quite a few Christmas cards. Here is a selection of our favourite. Dear William Jordan and the Help I Sexed My Boss team. We have a team on this now. Uh, I hope you all have a happy Christmas and I look forward to seeing you on tour. That's from Alexander. Thank you very much. Yes, we're looking forward to our tour next year. Yes, we are. Dear William, Jordan and Ben, thank you for keeping me laughing and entertained during this crazy time of COVID-19. Wishing you all a very Merry Christmas and hoping that 2021 is a better year for you and all the G&Divas. May it bring love, health and happiness and lots of D. Best wishes, Moira. And this one had a wax stamp on the envelope, Jordan. Very smart. Oh. Do you know if if this old etiquette career, which is ever goes down the pan, you'd be good on CBBC reading out birthday cards. Thank you. Hello, children. Sit up straight. <laughs> Speaks Pog. Take your hand out your pants. Uh, dear William and Jordan, have a very Merry Christmas. Thank you for introducing me to G&D and Strawberry Forks. Best wishes, Deanna Harvey. That's lovely. Ah. Thank you. I, I'm so glad that I introduced you to Strawberry Fork. Honestly, I'd be, I'd be lost without them, Diana. Yes, Strawberry Fork off. And this is perhaps my favourite uh, one we've had. This is from the city of Gloucester. We have actually been written to what? from the entire city of Gloucester, probably because I did my uh, year six geography project on Gloucester Cathedral, which we talked about in series five. Uh, at the turn of this dreadful year, we wish you for better times to come. In the meantime, stay healthy and hopefully happy. The right worshipful, the mayor of the city of Gloucester and her consort, Councillor Kate Haig and Mr Jonathan Hode, and the sheriff and deputy mayor of the city of Gloucester and her consort, Councillor Jan Lug and Councillor Tom Cool. There we go. I've got one here as well. Says, To Jordan, wishing you a happy Christmas. You are an inspiration, and I don't know how I'd be able to do my job without your courage and wisdom every day. I hope we can meet one day in the future with much love, wishing you all the best, and a happy new year, ZZ Strallen. (laughs) I mean, how nice that she sent me a Christmas card. So lovely. So, so happy. A Christmas card from Mary Poppins herself. Yeah. Sorry, no mention of you there, William. It's been a really tough year for you, hasn't it? 
Next letter. Uh, this, in fact, this isn't a letter. This was a package, uh, and we'll get these to you at some point, Jordan, when it's COVID secure. You, we love a big package here at Help I Sex and My Boss, don't we, William? We love it. Hi, Jordan. I'm Adam, a photographer from Burnley. I just wanted to send you some of my images of your happy place for when you get back. You're doing us proud in the castle, so from me and everyone else in Burnley, well done. Hope you enjoy the prints. And there are some lovely sort of prints um, that we'll get ah. you. That you can put out. Oh, they're amazing. Beautiful black and white imagery. So thank you very much. Oh, uh, thank you, Adam. Adam. Um, Ben, remind me to send Adam a thank you card, please. Great. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I wanted to start by saying how much I love the podcast. I discovered it just before the second lockdown and it has made me belly laugh a lot and kept me sane throughout. As well as your podcast, I have been making Christmas decorations to keep myself busy in the evenings. So as a thank you for the laughs... Please find enclosed a handmade bottle of Dubonnet for each of your trees. And there are Dubonnet Christmas decorations. I'll take Williams because he doesn't do Christmas decorations, but thank you. Jordan, a big congratulations on getting into the final of In the Castle. You were brilliant. I think many people will agree you were a winner. So please find enclosed a King of the Castle Jordan decoration, complete with beard. And I will now try and show you this. Oh my god, that's amazing. Oh, ben, make sure we send some thank you cards out. Oh, look at that. Actually, it looks like me in a weird... It does. It's got your little nose mm. and your little beady eyes and your, and your slightly chubby cheeks. Yeah. Rach continues, William and Ben, I love the castle coverage. You made me laugh a lot with the occasional cry. Jordan, watch out. Producer Ben might become presenter Ben. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys in London at the live show in May. Hope you have a great Christmas and New Year, Rachel. Uh, well, thank you. That's lovely. And I, I only assume, Rach, that my uh, the, the William decoration is, is probably still in the, the bowels of a Royal Mail sorting office. So I'm sure I'll get it eventually. <clears throat> um, we've got quite a long one here. I'm going to abridge it. This is a lovely card from Ella. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, this isn't a problem for the podcast, rather a bit of fan mail as well as a thank you letter. I heard it was good etiquette to write them. Between the three of you, you've given me so many laugh out loud moments during this really hard year. I was a big fan of Jordan on the radio already and would always make the effort to listen to his show. Anyway, as established, I was a fan of Jordan's show, so imagine my disappointment when I turned on my radio one day in November to hear another DJ sitting in for Jordan. I had a quick look on Twitter to see if I could see when he might be back. I now know due to I'm a Celebrity being top secret, but it did point me to sex at my boss. I listened to some of the most recent episodes, which made me fall about laughing, so I was very excited to see that there would be daily episodes through the show. I sometimes feel we don't value friendships as a society as much as we do other relationships, so I think it's so lovely to hear your complete friendly love for each other. I also identify with a lot of your chats. I was born in Burnley and grew up just over the hill in Backup? Backup. <laughs> Back up. Bake up. Bake up. As Jordan will know, it's a similar vibe to Burnley, in that it was very important in the heyday of the Industrial Revolution, but these days needs a bit of love, despite being full of excellent people. I've never met anyone who paid to go to school or anything, and then I went to Durham University, oh, there'll be a lot of them there, and had a total culture shock, but learned in the end that posh people can also be lovely. Quite. Yeah. I've got a good friend called Tim who is very like William, and I've got him listening to this also. He tells me how to do things and loves to fly fly first class. Maybe we will set up a rival podcast. 
Uh, I've gone on quite a lot and ran out of space, but happy Christmas and thank you for everything. We've booked tickets for the live show. You're all brilliant. Take care and best wishes, Ella. Ella, thank you. That's a, a really lovely, humbling message to receive on Christmas Day, so thank you. And um, the fact that you listen to my show as well and now listen to the podcast means a great deal. And we look forward to meeting you at the live show. What a lovely letter. That's lovely. Now we've got another gift for you, Jordan. Uh, dear Jordan, I'm writing to say a massive well done for taking part in I'm a Celebrity. Uh, I hope you like the bracelet that I've enclosed for you. The coordinates on it are for the location of the castle where you faced your fears, and the text on the inside refers to you. Turf Moor may be your happy place, but you are the person who signed up to do I'm a Celeb, and you are the person who was able to face those challenges. So I think that your true happy place was actually inside you all along. Oh. That's lovely. Merry Christmas, and here's to hoping that 2021 is a great year. Fingers crossed that things are back to normal in time for the Sex and My Boss tour in May, as I'm looking forward to seeing yourself and William in Birmingham. Oh, I can't wait. Best wishes, Carrie. And there's there's the bracelet. Oh, I'm after a new bracelet as well. Carrie, thank you. I mean, I get a bit emotional again now. All the love and support from everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Brace yourself for this one, Jordan. Hi William, I hope you're well. I'm seeking help for a maybe not such an everyday dilemma. Flying back to 2010-2011, I met a lovely guy at the local theme park who played not one but two of my favourite songs for me on the park radio. When I went to do my request, we got to talking and he was from Burnley and I was from Blackburn. It was never going to work. As a born and raised Blackburner, I was made to believe that we were arch enemies because of our football clubs and told that if I ever bought a Burnley Dingle Boy home, something was seriously wrong. So even though there felt like a little spark for me, I shuffled away after our chat without a number, just a face and a name, and tried to forget about him. Months went by and one way or another, memories of this guy plagued my mind. Good choice of word. I turned on the local radio station one day, and guess who it was? A few years later, I moved to London to pursue my filmmaking career. I turned on my new local radio, and guess who it was? A colleague who is a die-hard podcast listener gave me a list of recommendations to start my podcast journey, and guess what? I turned one of them on, and guess who it was? It's been almost ten years since our first encounter, and I can't help but wonder what could have been... Both our lives have changed quite significantly, yes, since our first meeting. We both now live in London and have achieved our dreams working in the media. But I'm still just me, just older and wiser. And well, I turned on my TV the other night and guess who it was? He just has shorter, more curly hair now instead of that too cool for school look. So it turns out life is rather different for him now. I've thought about contacting him on numerous occasions over the years, but how? So William, I ask you, is it too late? What on earth is the etiquette way of reintroducing yourself to someone who probably won't even remember you and, well, to make things harder, isn't just the local DJ anymore? Any help on if I should just drop the full and potentially humiliating fiasco or pursue a decade-old spark and be greatly appreciated? All the best and I hope you're staying safe. Rebecca. Oh my God. Oh my God. So I started out at... um... Blackpool Pleasure Beach Radio, a theme park radio station. Oh, did you? Mm. Was this Kit Kat Radio? Yeah, it was Kit Kat Radio, and then it was called Holiday Rock Radio. And basically, I've talked about this before, you used to play songs and people would come in asking for shout-outs, they'd write on a bit of a slip of paper. Um, 
and I'll always forget one woman come in, she was smoking, I went, you can't smoke in here, and she carried on smoking, she went, will you give our Eben and Louise a shout out, I was like, is it a birthday or something, <laughs> she was like, no, we've lost her, we've not seen her for two hours, <laughs> so that was, yeah, I always remember that, and um, like I, and Rebecca would have come in to my little studio and asked for a shout out, and probably chatted then, and I did have long hair back then, I was trying to be like Alex Turner from Arctic Monkeys, so, Instead, you look like Tina Turner. <laughs> so it, it's yeah, it's weird to hear that that we got talking in that studio at Kit Kat Radio, and now she's seen me on the telly, and it's it's obviously burned on her memory. It's blown my mind that yeah, God, in ten years. <sighs> well, I've got her details. Do you want to? Do you want to get in touch? Yeah, I will. Ben, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna write back to every one of these. I mean it. So will you just send me everyone's details in an email, and I'll um, I'll write back to everyone. I see. They'll, they'll get they'll get some correspondence off you this year. We won't. Shut up. How do you get back in touch with someone that you've not spoken to for years, like a friend or a relative or someone that you you know an ex? How do you get in contact? Hmm. I think it's best, you know, it's best to be direct, but, you know, set your expectations realistically. They, okay, if it's a relative, I think it's slightly different, but they may not want to get back in touch with you or they may not even see the message, depending on how you, you get to them. Um, but, you know, keep it short and sweet. Hello, this is me. We met here. Hope you're doing well. Okay. And even if you just get a back, you know, lovely, lovely to hear from you, you know, thanks for getting in touch. Hope you're well too. Even if it's no more than that, that's great. You, there is a connection. Okay. Thanks for all your lovely letters. It really does mean a lot to us, especially hearing them on Christmas Day. Um, William, give us the answers for the quiz, please, quickly. Okay, so question one, how many episodes did we release during our first lockdown series? That was series five. I put down 23. What did you put down? 42. 42? Didn't do that many. Uh, the answer was 23. I was right. Okay, question number two. Uh, then it was in how many months this year did we not release an episode? Oh my god, I'm I put down four. I put two. The answer is one. There has been one month this year that we did not release an episode. Was that February? Yeah. Wow, amazing. What is the name of the G and Diva who wrote in to tell us about Fismus? Hannah. I put Abigail. The answer is Rachel, which I knew. Rachel. I did know. It's just been oh a weird year. God. Um, in the episode where Jordan left an echo effect on his microphone recording, what did the episode title say? Sounded like, Jordan? A tunnel. I put echo chamber. Jordan, you were correct. Well done. Yes. And what is the name of Justin's lover slash the gay ghost in producer Ben's reworking of Wilfred and Justin? Jordan? Bob? I put Shane. You were closer because you got this first letter right. It was Brian. Brian. Which is the name of my father, so we we, we will... Leave that there. There you go. Series 7 of Help I Sex With My Boss will begin on Tuesday the 12th of January. So if you want to help with something, remember you can tweet us or drop into our DMs on Instagram at sexwithmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexwithmyboss.com or you can write to Mr William Hanson who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter of paper. The address for that is on the website sexwithmyboss.com. In the meantime, Jordan, Ben, G and Divas, stay happy, stay safe and have a very happy Christmas. 
have a very very happy Christmas to you and your family we wish it could be Christmas every day and also thank you to all you wonderful Gene Divas for all your amazing support in 2020 whether you've been here for one episode or for all 67 episodes in 2020 we really do appreciate it it's goodbye from me goodbye from him and bye guys from the other one enjoy the rest of your Christmas shiny balls <laughs> 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast. Uh, and this time there are no gimmicks. It's just great company. Because the thing is, I realize the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faith. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. Hello Gene Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexatmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexatmyboss.com slash cinema.